Welcome to A Revolution to Lead Podcast. We bring you daily wisdom and inspiration from the revolution, filled with the greatest minds and talents of all time. When Jesus walked out of his tomb 2,000 plus years ago, he began a revolution against an old way of life. Jesus is not just offering another self-help strategy, but a brand new reality that is overthrowing the world as we know it. This podcast is all about how we tap into and live out this new reality in order to live a revolutionary life. Our scripture today is going to come from Genesis chapter 1, verse 18. And actually it's chapter 2, verse 18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make him, I will make a helper who is just right for him. Now, for the next couple of weeks, and really what I've been doing, and I'm going to continue this theme, we're going to be addressing things of how we like to limit God to fit our worldview rather than forming our worldview around the Bible. Because why we do this is because now God can be something we control rather than God controlling us. And today I'm going to talk about how God is asexual. Not meaning that he promotes us to be and that we are, but rather God is not defined by gender. Yes, for the most part, God is used in masculine nouns in the Bible. However, there are also some adjectives and descriptions of God that are feminine. God is not defined by the constraints that we are. God is neither male nor female. That's how we're all one in Christ, because God is one. Now, Jesus came to earth as a male in his human form because he was like us. Therefore, he fell into one of the categories God designed in the beginning. However, God himself, there is no noun that says God is blank, male or female. God is both. And there are descriptions of God like in Isaiah and Galatians, and there's many more, but this is just one, that God is described as a mother in childbirth. You see, we have to remember the original audience. When the Bible was written thousands of years ago, males were the ones who led the household. It was a very male-oriented society. Women's rights were not even a thought. Therefore, God was using the vessels he was given. God was using humanity, even though they were broken, God used them. The same reason we see slavery in the Bible, God didn't condemn it, because again, slavery was different. Therefore, God started where they were. And now we're here to interpret it, and because God is timeless, it still applies to us today. But God did give us sexuality. God did give us genders. However, 
these genders have been used as constraints and a way for one gender throughout history, male, to overrule the other one by pulling verses from the Bible out of context. And I want to challenge our view of gender and sexuality because I believe man and woman are both equal. And we see this in the verse that I just read because I want to read it again, but I have a different translation because there are a couple things that most of our translations assume that are not in the original language. So here we go with my translation of this verse. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for humanity to be alone. I will make a counterpart slash mate who is just right for it. Now, I know it sounds not humane, but what I'm saying here is Adam is never described as male until after God makes woman. Because you see, the word Adam also means human. For the most part, in the Old Testament, Adam, which is, you know, the Hebrew word for Adam, it's totally different. <laughs> but that word, for the most part in the Old Testament, is used for humanity or mankind. Again, the original audience leaned towards male, so it was more translated as man, but it meant all of humanity. And we don't, and then when Adam is called, and then I, we'll go back to this. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, this is what God says when he creates humanity. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So a couple things here. The word male that is used in this verse is not the same as Adam. It's not the same word. It's a different word that specifically does mean male. But up until this point, it is said Adam, 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 Adam. And now when God creates male and female, then the adjective changes. Now, Adam is sometimes used for the male gender, but for the most part, it is talking about humanity as a whole. And the word for woman is also not Adam in this situation. It is a different word in the original language. So just to recap, make, make it short and sweet. Adam, or what we see as a man a lot of the times in the Bible, means humanity, not the male gender. Therefore, why I'm telling you this is because woman was not made in the image of man. Rather, both were made in the image of God and impersonated by one human being. And then when God saw humanity alone, showing that there were no other animals on the planet, in the universe, that could be a sufficient partner for humanity, God 
created a counterpart and splitted humanity in half. Adam was male and female because he was made in the image of God. Therefore, either woman... So this is two options you have. Woman was made not in the image of God, but rather in the image of man. Or Adam was asexual until God divided male and female because only humanity could be a sufficient partner for humanity. Because that is the only way that we can balance this that all of humanity is made in the image of God. Because that's what verse 27, 127 says, that they're both made in the image of God. Therefore, woman can't be a lesser version of man. Yeah, and we say, oh, it's not a lesser version. If you're created in the image of man, then you are less than man. Because man came from the source, then you came from the other, you came from the creation. But no, 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 both man and woman came directly from God. How? Adam was asexual until God created genders when he took a rib from Adam and then created Eve with it. So let's not try to squeeze God to fit our worldview. Let's not be so transgender phobic and homophobic that we don't see that in the very beginning, God was out and still is outside of our constraints. This actually gives God a more vast view. Does God promote homosexuality and transgenderism? No. But that doesn't mean we have to run from the fact that God stands outside of it and that men and women are created equal. So if you're enjoying these podcasts, please like, rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Because the revolutionary life is not about self-enlightenment, but about changing the world around you. And don't forget, go on Open Seas by my latest NFT. Join a revolutionary community. And go out today and be revolutionary.